Through the medium of a fable, this book helps us to see what can happen when we try to express ourselves fully and courageously in an environment created by executives and managers who view the world very differently. The stories are a great way to convey important messages. They inspire and teach us at the same time. People forget facts, figures, and theories, but they remember stories. Perry the Peacock's story reflects that of birds of a different feather in many of today's organizations. While executives and managers today say that they want new ideas and new thinking from their employees, their actions indicate otherwise. New ideas are disruptive. They're messy. They challenge the status quo. They require taking chances and increased risk. And they push everyone out of their comfort zone. So people who are different, people with new views on how to make the organization successful are often discouraged from expressing themselves, much to the detriment of both the individual and the organization. If you're interested in new ideas for making yourself and your organization successful, read this little book. Creating a workplace where new ideas and innovations can flourish is a top priority for managers and employees alike. There are important insights for all of us. Welcome to Zoo Notable. I'm PJ with ZooFit, and I gotta admit, I'm slowly getting adjusted to island life here in Hawaii. I moved out here to get back into the field and be a resource for zookeepers and other animal care professionals about self-care, mental health, and just being the best version of ourselves for our animals and our communities. And it felt pretty prudent to check out this parable called A Peacock in the Land of Penguins by B.J. Gallagher and Warren H. Schmidt. Its subtitle states it's a story of courage in creating a land of opportunity. So I thought this might fit the bill. A Peacock in the Land of Penguins is a very, very short book. I read it in one day during my work breaks. And while I think the book certainly opens the door for conversation, I will admit the book itself wasn't as helpful as I had hoped it would be. So this Zoo Notable is going to be a little different than most. I'm going to share some discussion points and my thoughts on these ideas. But there weren't any like aha moments or what those big ideas I like to experience um, when reading some of these books. But in any case, uh, this little short Zoo Notable is going to be about creating courage to be ourselves with a peacock in the land of penguins. Now this is the story of penguins who basically rule the corporate world. A decent parable since penguins are kind of known for their tuxedo style look. They look formal and quote unquote proper, which is what the authors are really trying to get across. Now Perry the peacock is recruited by these penguins, but as you can imagine is very, very different from those penguins. And so has to adapt to life working in the penguin world. Now here's what B.J. Gallagher and Warren Schmidt say. Quote, At first, everyone was delighted. The penguins were pleased and impressed with their new recruit. Perry stood out from the crowd in the way that he sparkled and displayed flashes of color every now and then. And Perry was pleased, too, with the novelty and newness. The penguins' formality and manners were so different from anything he'd ever seen or experienced before. 
Now the peacock was careful in being, beginning not to display too much of his colorful nature. Some of his friends had warned Perry about the penguins. They had cautioned him about the rules and the style with which the penguins governed their land. So he kept his feathers folded up most of the time and would only occasionally flash them to open to dazzle the penguins with the f full range of his talent and colors. He wanted to be taken seriously and he wanted to be successful. So he subdued his own peacock nature for a while until he could be sure that the penguins had accepted him completely. He was confident that when he produced good results for them, they would embrace him fully in all his peacock glory and he could just relax and be himself. Now, I have to admit, I was a little bit surprised to read that this mentality is so common. I mean, it does make complete sense. People get into routines. They find methods that work for them, and then they start to resist change because it's always worked before, right? I mean, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. But it struck me just how common the idea of having to fit in is not just for the corporate world, but zookeeping with fitness and almost every job that I've ever held. Most people don't like having their boat rocked, even if it's a gorgeous peacock doing the rocking. So my first thought on this book was, wow, there's common humanity. This is not just a new zookeeper issue or, again, going to a new facility issue. This happens everywhere. And I've played the part of Perry many times. I want people to like me. I still want people to like me today. But I have to say, if you have to conform to someone else's ideals in order to be accepted, then those people will never like you. They just like the idea of you. And as Perry finds out, when he does spread his tail and show his colors, he begins to find resistance. Quote, The penguins advise in subtle and not so subtle ways. This is the way we do things here. If you want to be successful, be like us. It was clear that the penguins felt most comfortable around each other. What's wrong with the way I am? Perry asked. He was hurt and confused. I work hard. I produce great results. Everyone says so. Why can't you look at my work rather than my feathers? Aren't my accomplishments more important than my style? It's such a small thing, the penguins responded. You are smart and talented. You could have a bright future here. You just need to act more like us, and then the elders will be more comfortable. You need to wear a penguin suit and soften your voice and shorten your steps. Just watch all the other penguins. See how they act? Try to be like the rest of us. Perry believed their intentions were good, but their words wounded him nonetheless. Why can't I just be who I am? Why do I have to change to be accepted by you, he asked. That's just the way things are here, the penguin shrugged. It's the same everywhere in the sea of organizations. And again, this, that, that's just the way things are that uh, really spoke to me. It's actually a fear language. Now, Ruth Sukup's book, Do It Scared, uh, talks a little bit more about this, and you can listen to that note. It's one of my originals. Um, I'll share the link in the description down below. But she talks about that mentality of we've always done it this way. It's just someone's fear standing in their way. And it will take courage, but it's also going to take some empathy and compassion to get this fear turned around. To let that person understand that risks are okay and even failure can be okay and that new things can improve our lives and the world around us. 
we just have to be brave enough to let the we've always done it that way mentality fall back. Now, if you're experiencing the that's just the way things are here mentality, try to think of something in your own life that you would refuse to let go of if somebody told you to do so. Maybe it's your bedtime routine or maybe it's your morning routine. These patterns are fixed in us because they work. Now, animals can get into stereotypic or patterned routines very quickly themselves, and getting them out of it takes patience, it takes compassion, and it takes consistent practice. The same goes for everyone else. But, you know, what do you do in these situations? How do you change the culture of this is the way we've always done it? Now, in the book, several other birds develop strategies to change the culture before the culture changes them. They develop strategies like catch your boss doing something right or act on the basis of assumption that you like to be true. I kind of uh, uh, equivalent that to assume positive intent. Um, violate the penguin policy and then if caught, use the puzzle prodigal response as if, as in, oh, I didn't realize that was, uh, that was bad. Expose the senior penguins to new ideas in a setting where they won't be embarrassed by having to respond. Now, those are some really, some of those are actually pretty good ideas. Catch your boss doing something right is actually what positive reinforcement training is all about. It's focusing on the positive even when there's chaos and negativity surrounding you. I gotta admit, though, I'm not so sure about that puzzle prodigal response. I, I know about asking for forgiveness over permission, but in my experience, that does not build trust within an organization. But to this credit, in the book, these methods don't work anyways. Perry and the other birds of a different feather are met with resistance and their ideas are discounted. So Perry and the other birds leave the land of the penguins, to discover the land of opportunity, where they flourish by sharing new ideas with each other and their special skills are finally appreciated. Now, here's the thing. This part is a cautionary tale to, I would think, the managers. If we do not create a culture of appreciating new ideas and those special skills, then those new ideas and special skills will leave to go somewhere else. Now, sure, you will still get to keep things your way, but in the animal care field, this means that there's not a consistency of good animal care. We're having to constantly train new staff that does not contribute to the welfare of the animals or do the zoo or the animals any good. But I, I really do struggle with the lesson that this teaches the new people. Basically, it feels like the book is telling us that if you don't feel appreciated or be able to be the real you, just leave and go somewhere else. And folks, I do think that there are perfectly good reasons to leave your job. Getting a position at a dream facility or working with your dream animal or maybe just an opportunity to move forward in your career. But if you leave Every time someone doesn't accept you for you or says no to your ideas or even the personalities clash, you're always going to be leaving places because no place is perfect and there will always be challenges wherever you go. And I think creating the land of opportunity starts actually in the land of penguins. Now, will it happen overnight? No. 
Will it feel painfully slow? Probably. But even in the story, the authors tell us that the land of opportunity is really just a state of mind. Quote, the diversity of birds all prospered and grew in the land of opportunity. They all felt affirmed and appreciated by the admiration of the other birds around them. They experienced a new freedom, allowing them to fly, each with their own unique style. They worked hard and enjoyed the fruits of their labors. Above all else, they knew the joy of just being themselves. They came to realize that the land of opportunity is more than a place. It's a state of mind. The land of opportunity is an attitude. It is an openness to new ideas, a willingness to listen, an eagerness to learn, a desire to grow, and the flexibility to change. Now, Gandhi once said, you must be the change you wish to see in the world. And so changing a culture starts with you. And if you want management to be more appreciative, we must be appreciative of others, including management. If you want management to listen to your ideas, we must listen to others. And yes, that includes management. And I've found time and time again that by being that change that I want to see, two things happen. Number one, I work on myself and I accept who I am. I find confidence, strength, resiliency, and so much more that I didn't know was possible. The second change is much more subtle. It also takes time. And I mean lots and lots of time. So patience is going to be required. But that second change is people begin to notice the change within you. And they come to admire it. They get curious. And then there are those that will begin emulating you. And that, my friends, is how culture changes. Now, I'm not saying we all have to put on penguin suits and waddle like penguins and bellow like penguins. We can still fan out our tails as peacocks or soar high like eagles or create new ideas like ro crows and ravens. But we come at change with empathy. We come at it with understanding, patience, and acceptance for who others are as well, including the penguins. And then we get to that big what if. What if the others don't change? Well, again, to be fair, I can't promise by working on yourself that you will change anybody's mind. There is only one thing on the planet that we have control over. That is our behavior, our response to the circumstances around us. But I can almost promise you that if you are focused on being the best version of yourself that you can be, it's going to be very hard for anyone to stand in your way. You will shine so bright like a peacock among penguins that everyone will notice. You will be admired and you will be appreciated by everything that you represent. That self-acceptance, that self-love, the self-care, and yes, that self-compassion. So again, I implore you to be the peacock, be yourself, and if you feel unappreciated or discounted for being yourself, well, then let me be the first to tell you, I see you, my brilliant peacock among the penguins. You are amazing. Keep it up. You've got this. All right, so again, a really short, uh, short little note for today, a peacock in the land of penguins. 
I will admit, not the book I was expecting. Uh, some the big ideas were more of discussion points, and again, not something I would I would like put on someone's desk. Like, oh, you have to read this book, but maybe just leave it around someplace. Again, if you get a copy of it, um, I'll share a link of ways, of uh, places that you might be able to find a copy of Peacock in the Land of Penguins. And um, again, it's a great, I do think it's a great discussion point because once again, there's parts where the managers could be learning from this. And then there's another part where we can learn from this. And the big part is, again, um, not so much like, oh, just jump ship if things are going going awry, but maybe just, again, ways to create that land of opportunity within ourselves and with, with within each other. But again, that's what I've got for today. Let me know your thoughts. Um, again, uh, this was a great, this was a great little deviant for, for my normal, normal Zoo Notables. And again, as I mentioned, getting back into the swing of things, we just received our belongings. I've unpacked my, my um, microphone, I've unpacked some of my equipment. And getting back into the swing of things, starting to get a little bit adjusted to this. Uh, I think this is the peacock land, honestly, to life in here in Hawaii. But um, I'll catch you all next time. Remember to keep eating clean, living green, training positive, so we can grow today, tomorrow, and forever. When we feel better, we can do better. Thanks, and I'll catch you all next time.